You're listening to the RT Today podcast, featuring some of our best bits from the show on RT One weekdays at 3.30. You're very welcome back to the show. We're joined now by Dr. Chris Luke for the latest in medical headlines. Dr. Chris, great to have you on the show again. Thanks, uh, Front page of the Irish Independent today, a lot of people will be looking at it, and it's about GPs not taking on any new patients. Yeah, I mean, this has been creeping up with us yeah. on us for really about 20 years. Uh, basically, a lot of GPs of the single-handed type in rural settings, in small practices in villages and towns, and in suburbs of, of the big cities, are retiring or have retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as a result, there is a huge and growing shortage of GPs in this country. Mm-hmm. And it means that people are waiting up to two weeks to get an, a routine appointment with their GP. And that two-thirds of GP practices in the, in the, in the country are closed to new patients, which is potentially frightening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even in Dublin, about 50% of practices in, in Dublin are not taking new, 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 uh, new because patients. Because they can't. Because they physically mm-hmm. can't. I mean, uh, it's been suggested that we have about seven uh, GPs per 10,000 people in the population, mm-hmm. and we, should, we need about 12 per 10,000. Uh, and the number is going down rather than going up, even though they've, you know, they've provided more uh, funding for training, but it's going to take you know, four, five, six years to get that, that, those trainees through the system. Yeah. So it's worrying, you know? Yeah, and as you said there, Dr. Luke, there's just constant cues, yeah. isn't it, to try and get to see the yeah. GP? It's disheartening as well. Very disheartening. And it's one of the reasons I'm always talking about self-care. <clears throat> Yeah. You know, and remembering what our grandmothers used to do, you know, remembering the old remedies, you know, we're just talking about the hot port and mm-hmm. so forth. But I mean, of course, that, that, that only goes so far. Yeah. And the reality is that it's so important to have a friendly GP who, who knows your face uh, and who you, you know their face. And there's a kind of relationship and above all, a continuity. Mm-hmm. Of, yes. of, of, they, they have your history. Yeah, exactly. If you forget something, and they, they'll have it and there they on know, file. And it, there's a lot of nonverbal stuff. They know when you're stressed. Yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. they know when you're really worried. Yeah. Has the, the job of the doctor in the community changed, doctor, since you became a doctor years ago? Hugely. And yeah. there have been papers recently talking about the massive growth in complexity mm-hmm. of the patients and complexity of the treatment. I mean, there is so much more we can do now. For example, even in an emergency department. Mm-hmm. In the olden days, it was painkillers, it was stitching, it was you know, bandaging. Now we resuscitate, we put people asleep, we scan them. This is all within the emergency department, and that's done by the emergency doctors themselves. Mm-hmm. So there's so much more that we do that, that we don't, didn't do about 40 years ago. And that has to be borne in mind when people are planning ahead in terms of manpower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's kind of certainly kind of set, set flares off this morning. Yeah, lots of people and, and it should do. Yeah. yeah, and should do as well. Uh, we'll move on to our next story. It's from the Irish Examiner, and it's uh, research from UCC, Dr. Chris. Tell us all about this one. Yeah, um, there is a very famous, a world-famous institute called the APC, which is the Elementary Pharmabiotic uh, Research Centre, supported by Science Foundation Ireland. And it is truly world-famous in terms of research into the gut, and particularly what's called the gut microbiome, which is basically all the microorganisms in the in the gut, the whole length of the gut, mm. actually, from mouth to, to back passage. And you're talking about uh, fungi, you're talking about bacteria, you're talking about single-celled organisms, and you're talking about viruses. Uh, and the report today is from Professor John Crine. He's a very famous mm-hmm. uh, gut researcher. Uh, and he has, they have established, in terms of mice studies now, that uh, if you uh, take, uh, if you harvest viruses within the gut of the, of the mouse and you take them out and then you, you know, you sub- subject the mouse to some serious stress, 
the manifestation of the stress is, is greatly eased if you transplant back the viruses into that gut. So they're finding that the vi- viruses actually have a serious impact on the levels of stress that people ex- or that, that animals experience, mm-hmm. and now they want to do some human, human studies. It's, it's literally true. This. People say, you know, if, if the first place you'll feel any bit of stress is in your stomach, the pit of your stomach. Yeah. So it's quite literally true. Literally it? true. Wow. And in the last 15, 20 years, we've established that uh, there are probably as many nerve cells in your stomach and around your stomach and between your stomach and your brain as there are in the actual brain. Mm-hmm. So wow. the idea that I, I've got a gut feeling mm-hmm. is incredibly true. It's not just an old, you know, an old expression. It's incredibly true. Yeah. And we discovered in, in recent years that uh, the bacteria in, in the gut can have a very significant effect on our, on our, uh, on our digestion, uh, on our general well-being, on the presence or not of, of obviously of cancer, but also on things like our psychological well-being. Mm-hmm. And this is incredibly exciting, which is why there are all the efforts driven by people like APC to try and make sure that we think about the, the gut microbiome and that we eat a, a, a suitably mixed, because it turns out that a diverse diet Diet is the most important thing of all. So not too much processed food, for example, yeah. and plenty of food that's fermented and, and, and so on. Yeah, I think, do we eat a lot of processed food here? We eat a huge food? amount of it. That's basically where there's too much salt, there's too much fat, and there's too much sugar. And we all kind of suspect that. Mm-hmm. But we need to do perhaps what they do in Eastern Europe, you know, from Berlin onwards. Yeah. More of the sauerkraut, more of the kimchi, more of the sourdough and so on. But we're getting there. We're yeah. getting there, yeah. And something else we can do every day, Dr. Luke, and exercise yeah. In particular, this sounds good. Yeah, now, this is a fascinating report. This is Michael Mosley, uh, the well-known uh, medical journalist, and he tends to examine little things that you can do in his podcast called Just One Thing. This is particularly interesting. He's basically recommending a, a simple exercise that, uh, that science suggests can lower your risk of stroke and heart attack by 40%, there we are on screen now, yeah. which is staggering. So the plank. And this is basically the plank. Love it. And the plank, basically, what this gentleman here is doing, you're, you're resting uh, on your elbows and you're resting on your... On your toes and you're keeping your head all the way down to your toes as a straight line and you're doing it for about 30 seconds then you're flopping down and taking a two minute break then you're repeating that three times three so times. you're doing it four Blinded. times uh, uh, about three times a week and that doing that it turns out it lowers the blood pressure dramatically within about three or four weeks of doing this it reduces your risk of heart attack and stroke because high blood pressure is is, is a major driver of stroke and heart attack yeah. and it turns out that it's one of the best exercises you can do for posture and another benefit for low back pain. It, it seems to be very s- simplistic. Incredibly simple. Yeah, and, and, I, I, you'd be kind of thinking that can't be right. It can't yeah. be right. It can't but, be that yeah, close. Yeah, you know, it, yeah exactly. It's so too, too good to be true. But yeah. it turns out that rather than the squats and the crunches and all those, all those uh, exotic and complicated looking things, yeah. that basically um, the, 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 the planks exercise uh, all the muscles in the body. It's a kind of a 3D yeah. uh, um, uh, approach to muscles. Wow. So all the, all the muscles are before uh, the back and the front of the, of the torso yeah. and the limbs are being exercised. When I do that, Dr. Chris, I won't lie to you, it's not a pretty sight. <laughs> I start shaking because you start using muscles you haven't yes. used in a while. And, and you actually shake. Up. Yeah. I know, and you shudder. Your toes are quivering. It yeah. gets easier. And I, I actually do. I was, I, was, I was trying it again today and you shudder. But, you know, you, you realise that this is probably good for me. Do you I, think, do, I believe. Well, I, as, of, as of last week, I do. Yeah. yeah, I'm taking a lot of what you say on board because I, I started drinking green tea after last week Good now, man. Dr. Chris. Yeah. I'm going to have a hot pour tonight maybe yeah. and I'm going to go to Plank yeah. in the morning. Fantastic. So you can I, I have done none of those things. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm now learning. Yes, I will start Planking yeah. immediately. It's never too late. <laughs> never exactly. too late. No, very important. the measles. This is another yeah. serious story, Dr. This Chris. This is one serious story. Yeah. Um, it's kind of the opposite of the Plank. 
Measles is one of those dreadful diseases, it's the most infectious of all the common diseases that we hear about. It's incredibly infectious. Mm-hmm. And there are outbreaks all over Europe and throughout the, uh, the Midlands in the UK, 170 cases in the UK in most recent reports. We uh, had a superb um, public health impact in terms of our vaccination over the last 50, 60 years since I was a boy. Mm-hmm. You know, measles was rampant in the yeah. 50s and 60s. It caused deafness, it caused brain damage, it caused death and in addition it causes a terrible amount of misery because it's a very serious disease mm-hmm. you know 20% or so of children affected can end up in hospital it's really a very serious disease and vaccination is, is, a, is the one and only thing that you can do to, to stop getting it mm-hmm. uh, apart from the usual bits of hygiene and washing the hands and so on but the, but the bottom line is there are a lot of, of young people particularly about 20% of 18 to 25 year old men, 10% of, of 18 to 35 year old young adults who are not vaccinated because of that MMR scare back mm-hmm. in the late 90s. And that's why this, we're, we're, those people are very exposed. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Unless 95% of the population and more are vaccinated, the exposure, the vulnerability of all the population is hugely increased. So it's yeah. vital that we right. go from the current 80% vaccination in some parts of the country, like County Louth, mm-hmm. back up above 90, 95%. We are hugely vulnerable. And there were four cases brought into Ireland from, by tourists or visitors last year. And, you know, that's what the worry is. The Department of Health and the HSE are saying... We are vulnerable to people bringing in the, in the disease, for, uh, tourists or, 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 or visitors, so we have to try and defend it against Doctor, that urgently. Just before you go, where can you get that vaccine? Basically, uh, uh, look at hse.ie uh, online, and the HSE is driving campaigns to vaccinate uh, uh, 12-month-old mm-hmm. and 4-year-old ASAP. ASAP. So just get onto your GP or look at the hse.ie website. So important, certainly is. Dr. Mm-hmm. Chris, thank you very much. As always, now if you have any queries about anything we've spoken, about there is your check in with your health professional or as Dr. Chris said there, check out hse.e. Thanks, Emil, for listening. Don't forget, you can tune into the Today Show every weekday on RT1 from 3 30. Or if you miss the show, you can always watch us back on the RT player. Visit rt.ie forward slash player. Stay tuned.